see what points are being made without the other gender being present. The goal is to get a clear understanding on how each other thinks. Because a lot of the stuff that they were saying is stuff that people think but don't say. Felt like it was some stuff that I learned, and it was also some stuff that I was able to share that I have done. Men put women into categories. She's the wife, she's the girlfriend, she's the lover, you know, whatever. And he's doing that by testing you to see how far he can go. You don't have to be looking for your forever husband before you have even found yourself. Before you get to looking for him, look for you. Thank you so much for creating this platform for us to be able to have a voice. So thank you. Thanks for coming back to listen to the continuation of the previous podcast. Let's get right to it. Okay, so we'll go ahead and get into this last part. And Patrice, I'm going to throw this question at you. Why do some women ask questions that they know they don't want to answer to? For example, a man takes her to a nice restaurant, and either during or after dinner, she'll ask, oh, is this where you used to bring her? I mean, is that a form (laughs) of self-sabotage? Or are those questions truly important? (laughs) Okay. Why do women ask questions they don't want the answer to? We want the answer. You just don't know how to answer it right, okay? (laughs) So there are (laughs) levels to this. Let's talk levels, okay? If I ask you why did you take or did you take her to this restaurant, as a man, you are supposed Mm -hmm. to tell me whatever you need to tell me to make me feel like, I am the only one, period. Preach. But y'all don't know that. <laughs> See, y'all don't know that, though. So when you tell us the truth, now we mad. We not mad because you told us the truth. We mad because you don't know how to tell us the truth. Okay. So <laughs> it's not that we don't want the answer. You guys just don't know how to answer us properly. Sheesh. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a wise man once said that a woman is to be loved and not understood. Hello. <laughs> Cause, cause I don't understand. Hello. <laughs> Kyle, what do you think? Do you think that some women ask questions they don't want to answer to? And is that a form of self sabotage? So, y'all are going to think maybe I'm a little different, but like, I feel like that's a form of self-sabotage because I feel like if you're trying to be on a date and give the person an opportunity and get to know each other, like, you know, I get it. Is this where you bring all your girls? Like, why do I even care right now? If you got me here, let's see what you do. Let's see how you show me what you're about and we'll continue to move forward because I should be worried about all these other people. Like, at some point, I might go to the same movie theater with one guy as I went to with a different guy, and that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's about the connection and the conversation and, you know, all the other elements. And I think a lot of times when guys hear that question, it almost 
puts them into like, okay, what do I say? Because if I say the wrong thing, it's going to be a bad night. And they, you know what I mean? They genuinely don't know <laughs> what to say. They don't know how to proceed. They, you know, they don't know what's going to step on your toes, what's not. I mean, I guess I, almost like passive aggressive, like, do you want the truth or do you want to lie? Because I don't want to start this date off by lying to you. I'd rather be honest. Yes, I've taken a couple of females here. Is this a problem? <laughs> like, you don't like Olive Garden? What's up? <laughs> I want to know, you know, what's the issue here? So, I mean, I kind of feel like there's a t- I mean, if you're going to be honest or, like, ask a question in a serious manner, you got to be prepared for um, even if you don't want to hear it, Sometimes if you ask, then you might need to hear it said like that to bring you back down to reality that, you know what, you're not the only person that these individuals talk, have talked to or spoken to in their life. This isn't the first time they've had a date here. It, it just isn't, like genuinely. You're going to find out now or you're going to find out later when we start getting more in-depth and talking about past situations and past things that have happened as just general conversation, and then you'll bring up that one time you remember on our first or second date when you said I was the only female that you would bring to Olive Garden? It's like, oh, Lord, here go an argument because <laughs> you was just trying to make the situation work. When really it's like, did you really care <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> so, Deborah, I'll let you break the tie on this. Um, is this self-sabotage <laughs> or not, or are those questions truly important? You know what? The questions are important because uh, we're inquisitive. Uh, myself, I am inquisitive, so I want to know, but it's the delivery. I'm just hopeful mm-hmm. that you can say, yeah, I have, but, you know, they weren't as beautiful as you or they weren't as uh, intellectually stimulating as you. I mean, I want to hear a little something, what separates me from the other people that you brought here. I don't care if you brought you, your mama, your grandmama, whoever, but yes. I'm here now. So how do you make your delivery that makes me feel good to make, make it feel that, mm-hmm. you know, yes, you have been here. I mean, because who hasn't been to Olive Garden? Like, we all want soup and salad, right. okay? But okay. I'm here okay. with you. I'm here with you. So I think what sometimes uh, can bring the makes it borderline for the sabotage is that little slice of hope. We're hopeful that he's going to say, you know, mm-hmm. something nice and, you know, sultry to us. But then if he, like, just do a blade, like, nah, girl, you don't like, okay, come on. I know good and well. Exactly. You know, the other person here for Super Salad. So I think it's just a delivery. And then that slice of hope, if he crosses that hope and breaks the hope, it's like, oh, man, man. You know, like, all I was looking mm-hmm. for was a, the way his delivery is. So I think uh, to go back to the first point, yeah, go back to the first point saying, you know, y'all just don't know how to answer us. <laughs> we ask because we want to like know, but we want to know though, in a nice way. Yeah. It is a trick question, but that's just like, you know, when you're giving your kids medicine, you're like, they're like, no, 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 no. So then you give the other kid medicine, like, ooh, isn't this good? Here you go. It's good. Here. And then the other one's like, I want medicine too. And you're like, wait, what? You just didn't want medicine. So it's the delivery. Like, deliver it to yeah. us nice and sweet. That's that's how I want. I want to deliver it nice and sweet. I don't want you to be like, nah, yeah, this is the first date for everybody. I only spend $25 on each day. You know, I don't want to hear that the first time around. But, you know, just make it nice and sweet. I want it nice and sweet. 
show me what makes yeah. me unique and different matter. and put that personalized <laughs> touch on it. I can't respect that. Yeah. 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 That's, that's why we ask. I mean, the same thing when we say, you know, does this make me look fat? No, it makes your butt look fat. Like you look good at it, but don't dare say my tummy ain't flat, flat, <laughs> but your stomach is fat. No, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear my butt looks good in this outfit. Let's go. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, your stomach is no, that's not the fat that I want. I, I want it. I want it in the right places. I so. might be different, no, girl. Because if I look fat, you got to tell me. Don't have me out here looking I need, crazy. But I need. <laughs> I need fat in the right places. Like I need my boobs to look. Right. Okay, dude. Do, 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 okay, yeah, but it's the delivery. That's the point that I'm trying to make here. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Delivery matters. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hope the guys listening to this are taking notes like I am. I'm. I'm... <laughs> I'm not going to get caught out here Thank you for this platform, for real Because you are doing so good Letting us just get it out So thank you, thank you, thank you for all on here to be able to, I mean, and it's to educate We're saying it, you know, sort of slightly funny But, you know, this is how we really feel And it is. It should be noted because if guys were on the panel, I listen to a lot of guy podcasts Because I want to know what's on y'all's mind Like, how are y'all thinking so yeah take notes guys mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well i appreciate you saying that hi it's deborah cole aka queen cole host of the like the path podcast we are all experts in our own lives and we all have something to share with others sharing our experiences with each other is not only empowering it can help light the path Q, I would love to offer a 20% discount to your listeners on all Light the Path merchandise. Use code TALK2Q, good until August 23rd. The link to the merch is in both bios. So let's connect on all platforms at 1 Queen Cole and Light the Path Podcast. Now let's get back to the podcast. And now I can officially say I have my own discount code. I'm about to tear up. <laughs> Yes, so cute. Yes, talk to cute. And so let me go back to Patrice. And someone alluded to this earlier in a previous segment. If you've never seen a real relationship, then can can you understand how to be in one? You know, if you're a product of a single parent household, or maybe your parents were together at one time and and got divorced, can that lead you to thinking that there's an expiration date on all relationships? To a degree, yes. Um, sometimes what we see and what we have around us can shape our views, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the only view that we have. Um, some of us still believe in fairy tales. Some of us still believe in happily ever after. Even if we never had a father figure, even if he left and never came back, we still have hope. So I don't think that, you know, that is the only thing that sticks. I think there's still room for other things you know, for us to come up with other ideals and to expect more from people when we start to date. I don't want to date a man who is like my father. You know, me, on the other hand, I've had both parents. They separated, and Daddy still came home. He still brought groceries. He was there after school to help us with our homework. He was there to pick my mother up on the weekends to take her to run her errands. So my expectations for men <laughs> is a little high. He bought flowers. He made gifts. Um, He helped us make Mother's Day cards with our mom, for our mom. So it's like that is what I expect because that's what I saw. 
but I know that that's not what I'm always going to get. But that don't mean there's not hope. Somebody out there doing that stuff. Somebody's still opening doors, pulling out chairs, cooking dinner, treating mm-hmm. a woman like mm-hmm. she's supposed to be treated, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. They're, they're out there. They're out there. We just got to be They're patient. out there. I don't mm-hmm. think you have to be patient. <laughs> I think you have to know what you want, expect it, mm-hmm. and don't settle. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. When you waste your time, you get crap. And then you wait mm-hmm. on them to change instead of identifying the flaws and saying this isn't what I want and just dropping it and moving on. So that's just what I think. Okay. Deborah, what do you think? Do you think that if people have never, if a woman has never seen a real relationship, that she can just start to think that all relationships have an expiration date? These all these questions are all hitting like home. I feel like I'm at church and the pastor is speaking straight to me with these questions. But um, mm-hmm. when, you know, my parents are married for ten years. I said when I got when I get married, I'm going to make my make sure that my marriage lasts past ten years. So we have two kids, you know, sixteen months apart, and it's like what? I'm a young mom, a young wife, and so I make it to ten years. I'm like yes. So then I make it to twelve years, and I'm like. Yes, I have exceeded my parents and all that. And I think that when you don't see those things, you find other people. I didn't see that growing up because my parents divorced, like I said. So I got with other people who were mentors, people that were in my church, in my community, that had 20-plus years marriage to be able to, you know, help uh, cultivate uh, me as a young wife and a young mother to be able to sort of uh you know, navigate through because I didn't know if you haven't seen it to seek those people out that have done it and are showing you, you know, real life situations, not just, you know, we're the hustle. That's not mm-hmm. real life. So if you mm-hmm. have people in your uh, immediate circle, in your community that you can go to, like I could talk to um, a mother of the church, like real talk. I don't know about this. Like, he wanted me to do this? Like, what? Like, what is it? You know, and she was able to give me real talk, and they're not always going to tell you what you want to hear. Like, they're going to say, Queen, you're wrong. Like, you're staying down on this. Like, this is not a battle that you want to, you know, open up. So I think if you haven't seen it, seek out people who you can uh, get mentor from. And that's just like even in life, when you're going through and you're trying to do new things or try new things, you have to uh, get experts in that field and be able to help you cultivate the relationship. So it can happen. Um, You just have to make it work. Sounds good to me. So we'll wrap things up, but let me ask this question, and Kaya, I'll ask this of you. What advice would you have for women out there who find themselves self-sabotaging relationships? How can they find the strength to change the behavior? Sit down by yourself (laughs) and really think about the relationships you have been in. Think about what has happened in those relationships. Think about your actions in those relationships. Because we already know that you know what the other people did. That's the easiest thing to identify is what somebody did to you or what their faults were, sit down and ask yourself where you tripped up. And sometimes that's not you doing something like to the person, but like you having a lack of boundaries and allowing certain things that you shouldn't have been allowing in the first place, and so you end up in the same cycle because you just don't say nothing or you don't speak up for yourself or 
you you say you're okay with something, but you're really not, or you're not communicating clearly like you should be. There's a lot of different ways that you can self-sabotage and not even realize it. I'm self-identifying. Mm-hmm. I have done that before. Mm-hmm. Not have my boundaries up and then been frustrated when somebody took advantage of me. At some point, you have to wise up and realize my boundaries are mine to put into place or Mm. my actions are mine to identify and control because the only person in a situation you can control is yourself. You can't make somebody else do right or make somebody else act right. You can only do right. So if you are in a situation or in situations with people and you realize you've gone through the same old, same old, same Sit down with yourself and really identify, just like get a piece of paper, like write down your connections that you've had with these people. What happened? Start to break them down and understand, you know, what literally like what went wrong? You know, what could I have done to not deal with something like that? You know, if a person's a cheater and they cheated on you umpteen times and you took them back umpteen times, like at what point did you assert yourself? (laughs) Or did you just be like, it's cool? We can work it through. Like, some point, you know what I mean, you got to put your foot down. Set healthy boundaries. Like, people will do what you allow them to do to a degree. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, I know that that's you not know, talking about crazy, crazy stuff like people getting D or abused or things like that. But self-sabotaging habits, that's stuff that you can really sit with yourself, not listening to all your friends telling you, girl, you don't, this, that, and the third. Really sit with yourself and ask yourself, what can I do to welcome in the right type of energy to me, the right type of connections to me? Like, why am I not attracting these types of people into my life? You know what I mean? Um, and once you've gotten through that, I feel like you become a stronger individual and then you don't just accept any old thing. You begin to repel things that don't speak to your highest self or your better good, you're like, you can identify like, oh, that's not the right type of connection for me. I'm okay. No, thank you. And you can politely decline, you know, you'll, you'll be able to do that. Oh, no, thank you. I'm not interested. But if you're just so eager all the time or so willing all the time, or you haven't healed some of those elements of yourself, you're going to continue to embrace the same energy that, you know, you dealt with before. All right. And Patrice, what do you think? What's your advice to women out there who find themselves self-sabotaging relationships? Um, I would say to definitely take some time out for yourself, figure out what it is that you are doing to attract certain types of people in your life and find out what that is and then try to attract a different type of people, a different, a different type of person, um, change the way that you are, change your ways. Change your approach. Once you work on yourself, you will definitely start to attract different things, and the outcome will definitely be a better one than the last time. But if you don't work on yourself first, then you will continue to attract the same thing over and over, and you will continue to sabotage every situation until you work on you. Well, my speakers are burning from this hot fire y'all spitting over here. That's right. That's right. Flaming them up out here. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm like, I'm trying to be quiet. Like, I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> right. yes that was great. Deborah, what about you? What advice do you have for the women out there who find themselves self-sabotaging a relationship? Um, everything that the ladies have already said, um, I definitely agree with. And the only other point I will want to add is that you have to make sure that before you get into another relationship that you identify 
everything that you need to do for your healing to stop the pattern, like break the cycle. It has to be broken. Don't keep putting yourself through this, the anxiety, the stress, and all that. Just don't do it. Break the cycle and do the work. It's hard work dealing with yourself, self-development, is hard work, but put in the time and do the work for yourself. All right. Ladies, I want to thank you so much for participating on this What Women Think series, Volume 2. I'd love to hear your final thoughts on this podcast and what you did a wonderful job of participating. And, Patrice, we can start with you. Thank you so much, Q, for having me. I am P. Marie Speaks. And I just want to let all of the ladies know out there that's listening that self-sabotaging is real. So at the end of the day, make sure you remind yourself that you are worthy. Make sure you remind yourself that you are loved so that you can go into the next relationship giving all of that good energy to somebody else and not sabotaging the next thing you got coming. Okay, baby girl? All right. Deborah? Uh, First of all, thank you again, Q, for having us on, giving uh, women you know, letting us lean in and letting our voices be heard on this. So thank you for that. Um, I just want everybody to listen and know that the best project that you'll ever work on is you. It's a continuous process. It's a grueling process, but it is so worth it. Do the work so that way you can have happiness. You can experience not just happiness, but joy. And when I say joy, I'm talking about what the Bible is speaking about, unspeakable joy where, you know, nothing can shake you, nothing can move you because you've done the work, you've put in the time with yourself, you know what you want, you know your worth, and you won't settle for second best. So make sure that you're continuously working on yourself so that way you will not sabotage any relationships that you come encounter with. Thank you very much. Kaya, shut it down for me. Oh, man. I first want to just say, of course, thank you to you for having us on this platform. This is uh, always a pleasure. And I definitely want to say thank you to the ladies. Um, I'm 30. I just got out of the eight-year relationship at the beginning of the year. And, you know, it was a, a long road. And I, I feel as though listening to you guys chat about everything, it kind of puts me in perspective that, you know, that, hey, you're on the right path. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of other young women are probably feeling the same way when they're coming out of connections and they're having to heal and having to work on themselves because that's, you know, why I even started my own podcast was to heal, to work on myself, and to share and to help enlighten other people. And I feel as though when I hear people with so much wisdom on this podcast, you know, the four of us on here chatting and talking it really, really brings me um, internal joy of like, man, you know, that internal resonation of like, you, you, you're doing it right. You walking down the right road. Keep going, girl. So have your confidence, ladies, all you ladies out there who might be going through this. Hold your head high. Heal yourself. And, and just continue to love on you until the right person comes to show you the type of love that you know that you deserve and you are worthy of, and don't settle. Well, I think you ladies did an excellent job, so let me give you a round of applause here. Thank you, thank you. I thank all of you for opening up your heart and um, sharing your feelings on women who self-sabotage relationships. I think that these shows are needed as they allow you to hear things from the perspective of one gender without the other one interrupting and giving their two cents. That's why I created this platform, to give women an opportunity 
to speak their minds without being interrupted by men. Everything that was said here today needs to be respected and evaluated because that's what this series is all about. This What Women Think series will be back on the Talk to Q radio show in the future with more guests and more topics. I want to give my listeners a leg up on life because when you know better, you do better. So please pay attention to what's being said and recognize it when you see it in real life. Doing so can help prevent future headaches. So on behalf of my guests, Kaya Mims, Deborah Cole, a.k.a. Queen Cole, and Peace Speaks, Patrice Randall, I wish all of you a good day, and you've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions.